All right. Well, I think I think Mr. Arf has arrived. Shall we uh, get this short bus on the road? Sure, sure, maybe. Sure, sure. Is is he is he talking this week? I am talking. This Arf. Week. Oh, okay. Yay! <laughs> oh dear. Just tell me if I start robotting out. My my internet's flaky. You robot. You robotting out. I'm joking. No, you're Thanks, not. Man. No. You're not. <laughs> Don't listen to him. That, that Braytech werewolf god roll. It's just like werewolf. Werewolf. Were, werewolf god roll. Okay, so many words in a row are difficult to do. That's Look, ridiculous. It's not morning. With the changes. It's not breakfast time, and you've had no excuse. You've been up for quite some time. It's half past five in the afternoon. What you think illiteracy goes away? <laughs> <laughs> You think illiteracy is only in the morning? Yo, let me. Okay, first of all, well, that's you're the way that you normally with play a disability. it. You normally play it. Say, I've only just got up. I've only just had breakfast. I've only just done this. It's like, well, yeah, well, I gotta save face, but you of all people should know illiteracy doesn't go away. You suffer from it every day, all day. Yeah, but I don't make out that it's just because of the morning. Yeah, I, well, maybe I you should. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys, and welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing the game even more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We do encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter, and that's the number two. Now, on with the show. Ooh, supremacy's back this week. Finish that dumb triumph. When, when right. we started this podcast, does that work again? <laughs> when I started this podcast, I didn't think that I'd have to be doing so much reading. I thought it would just be talking to you two. Right. But then it's evolved into reading, which then is an issue. Mm hmm. Well, don't get me wrong. We don't have to read. I can talk for an hour or two or hell all day. Hey, you're not the only one that reads. Right. So, so we have the man who, who can read but can't record. The man yeah. who can't read but can record. <laughs> the man who can't speak three words without cursing. And then me who just fails at everything. We have yeah, a, I, always, a I leave your failures in. Yeah, we're a crack team. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for some reason we said podcasting, an audio medium perfection listen we each make up for somebody else's shortcoming that's it it's it's like it's like it's like the the pokemon weakness wheel right what one person is weak to another one is strong to see i mean this this is how it is you know respawn i have a very important question for you well what are you eating breakfast <laughs> cheese it's what has luna brought you to, to snack on cheese it's <laughs> we are nothing if not consistent. <laughs> oh dear. So those lovely voices that you've heard is Respawn, Parody, oh. Not Off, and I'm the British guy. Demon. Welcome to the show. What up? Oh. Oh what? No one's told him he's on a show. Hey, by the way, not off. You're on a podcast, just just so you're aware. Just go with it. Just pretend. Hello. Are you wanting me up again? Of course. Me? No. If you think ever for a second there's not a moment where one of us or all of us isn't lighting you up, 
winding you up, whatever you just said, you're already wrong. Monkeys. Monkey see, monkey do, monkey don't. You have to pay peanuts do. for that, though. Uh, no, are you, are you a Snuffleupagus? Do you know what a Snuffleupagus mm. is? Do you have Snuffleupagus? It takes like four hours to record every week. We discussed Sesame Street last week. No more Sesame Street talk, please. And yes, we know what Mr. Snuffleupagus is. So, should we kick things off with next week in Destiny? Yes. We have Festival of the Lost beginning. Lies. No. And that- Truth. Or is everything That's a lie? <laughs> Look how easy it is to stumble him up, man. <laughs> I've said two words and I've stumbled him and caused him to sigh. Damn, I'm good. You can earn double the rewards in the weekly Nightfall the Ordeal, and it's going to be the uh, the one on Mercury, the Garden hmm, the Garden World. One. No, Garden World. It's that one. Sure, absolutely. Even though it's Why not, not written down here, but they've already said it somewhere else that I've remembered. And you can engage when Supremacy and Countdown come to the Crucible. Delightful. So, parody. There are two game modes there for you to explain to people. Oh. There really are. So Supremacy is your modified version of Deathmatch, where upon death, each player drops a crest on the ground, and the killer must collect the crest to earn a point. And the players may collect the crest of their fallen teammates to prevent the other team from scoring kills. So run around, shoot the lad, pick up the bolly, take the bolly, win the game. And what was the other one? Countdown. Countdown. Thank you. I should have put this list in order, but I did not. Countdown is where one team must place a bomb and defend it until it explodes, while the other team is trying to prevent them from planting the bomb. But if they do, then the team has to fight and defuse the bomb, and then you switch sides between being the planting team and the defusing team. And as a reminder, Supremacy is going away and hasn't been back in a while, so if you have, say, that one pesky triumph that you're trying to get done with Supremacy, this is a good week to do it, as it is back. Huh, what, who, what, huh? Nothing. Okay. Or crucible things in this game, Destiny, you wouldn't know. Oh, crucible things. Yeah, no, no crucible. Crucible's done. Right, there we go. There so, Festival of the Lost begins again next week, then, guys. This no, is. It doesn't. This is our third year of Festival of the Lost, and they tweak it every year slightly. And this year, we're going to have different things to collect and give them to a different vendor. These are the ugliest ships and sparrows oh, no I have ever oh, seen. No, Grandma Stranger Danger. No, no, we're speaking to Grandma Stranger Danger. Oh, but... yeah, she's absolutely back. She wouldn't miss this. But I think last year we had to pick up different things and give them to different vendor. Uh, I can't remember now. Doesn't matter. Mm. It's basically the same thing. Shoot them in, get the loot. Bake the candies, make grandma happy, and then she'll give you a special surprise. No, there's no there's no baking candies. But I did go back and have a look at our notes from last year just to pick up a few of the side notes to put in our notes for this year because I think some of the things are still relevant. I'm looking forward to Horror Story coming back. That was one of my favorite auto rifles ever. It's mm. not coming back. The, 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 Horror Story the, is. The werewolf is. Got them. Yeah, they've got just, both of them. Just ignore Respawn. He doesn't know. Until we read through this, and we're going to read through the Fest of the Lost Guide from... from The ugly ship, the ugly sparrow, and no... No, Respawn. 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 We're not not on the TWAB yet. I know. I'm just looking. Okay. 
So Feathers of the Lost is a limited time event in Destiny 2 where guardians laugh in the face of death and wear masks as they fight back against the encroaching darkness. So Feathers of the Lost begins on October 6th, 2020 and ends at the weekly reset on November 3rd, 2020. The participation requirements. While all players are invited to participate in Feathers of the Lost, new players must first meet the following requirements as they do every year. Escape the Cosmodrome to unlock the tower and achieve a power of 770. And that's the minimum requirements. And once you've done that, you're allowed to then play. And where do where do new players start? If they're uh, you know a new player, maybe they just picked up Game Pass and decided to give this a whirl? Because 770 seems like a lot. That seems like a big climb you're going to have to make. Um, are you being facetious? Because you start at 750. That's the point I was trying to get to. So if oh. people didn't know, and they said the 770, that seems like a lot of power because I've heard this is a power-based game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yes, if, if, if your friend's like, come on, it's on Game Pass, download it. It'll be fun. We'll play it together. Seven, you know, from 770, 750, 770 is not a long climb. It's not going to take you weeks to get there. You yeah, especially the if they don't know what light is, right? Any RPG player or MMO player, they hear, oh, you only have to be level 770. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> Right? So no, it you, you, the base game now starts you off at 750, even with all base gear, white gear, whatever gear. So you just need to acquire 20 levels in order to participate. That's it. And the the levels jump up really quickly, don't they? When you're at such a lower power level, oh, it's yeah. only when you reach a thousand, then it starts to. Or is it even a thousand? When I jumped back on my Titan, I did 750. Well, it's 755 to a thousand ten in just under two hours. Yeah. Not to mention that even when you freaking first start up, you have all kinds of freaking um, bounties everywhere. Everybody's lit, right? So passively, you'll just gain a bunch of levels from completing all these bounties and whatnot. I think once you even just do the first mission, you'll probably be at 770, give or take a few extra little quests that you need to do along the way. So it's yeah. not that hard to get to. Yeah. Yeah. So the so, point is, it won't take you long to enjoy this activity if you're just starting out in the game. No. Um, once new players have met the above requirements, they can then speak to Eva Levante. So this is the old lady that sits in the tower, and every now and then she comes back, and she sits right in front when you spawn in at the tower location. There'll be a pretty tree with some decorations, and this little old lady sitting to the side. You go and speak to her, and she tells you all the stuff that you need to know. She's Savathun in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, once you speak to her, she'll give you a quest. After this quest has been completed, players will be granted access to explore the haunted forest and earn Festival of the Lost rewards. Normally, the quest is go and play the haunted forest and complete one round of it and then come back and speak to me. That's generally what happens. So the haunted forest is a darkened instance of the infinite forest on Mercury. So if you haven't been there, maybe you're new to the game. So on Mercury... There's a big door that you can go through. And if you're doing story missions, quests, any of the nightfalls, you get to go through the infinite forest and do different things. It has different ways of spawning until you get to the end and go back through the triangle doorway. It takes you somewhere else. This version is just infinite spawning of different levels. So you just walk through the door. An infinite spawning of Greg. <laughs> Yes, there, there's there's a there's a character called Greg. Uh, we've affectionately named him Greg. I you called him a character. 
he's not a character. He's death. He's death incarnate. Don't come across him. You'll die. So you descend it into its depths with a fire team and see how far you can get before it disintegrates. Once it disintegrates, you'll be transported to a platform where you can go collect your loot, which is really nice. In order to launch the Haunted Forest after it's been unlocked, players must select the Haunted Node from the Tower Destination map. So much like we have, if you're looking at the the map for the tower, down in the bottom left-hand corner, you have the dungeon. We normally have, it's somewhere in the, the middle, it normally spawns, uh, middle of the top of the map, there'll be the Haunted Forest that you can then select. And Eva also has a way of selecting it when she's in the tower as well there's normally a little cube thing that you can select yeah there'll be a note right next to the tree it'll be in the yeah. same spot it was where the uh the european aerial zone was yeah, right about there so you'll find it there are two versions of the haunted forest both of them the same minimum requirements a minimum of 750 power you have one version, which is the standard version of the Haunted Forest, where matchmaking is available and you'll be able to be paired up with anybody else that's searching for a match at that time. You have to have PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold to access this because it's a, an online playable game, which if you've got Game Pass, there you go. Or there is the Firewall Haunted version, which is basically you can go in with your own pre-made fire team or you can go in solo to see how far you can get. Um, sometimes when you're doing bounties, because there'll be bounties from the little old lady, that you'll want to go in solo and just do a certain amount of kills with sidearms or fusion rifles or whatever, and you don't want anybody else stealing your kills, you'll end up just going in there and doing whatever. But generally, if you're going to keep playing the game mode over and over again, you'll get the bounties done. So it's whatever you feel like. So once players have entered the Haunted Forest, they have 15 minutes to clear the branches, defeat terrors, and collect both candy and chocolate strange coins. Players may then turn them into Eva Levante in the tower courtyard for the Festival of Lost Rewards. So this is what's new this year. Cypher Decoders. Alongside a completion of reward chests at the end of the Haunted Forest activity, players will also find five optional caches available to unlock. These caches can only be opened using Cypher Decoders, which can be acquired via random well drops and activity completions outside the Haunted Forest. So if you've been with us a long time playing Destiny, this is just going to do Strikes, Gambit, Crucible, anything else, and you'll be given these decoders. And then you can go and use them in the Haunted Forest to unlock all the chests at the end of the map. So go play the thing that's not, you know, time limited for the month to then go play the thing that's time limited for the month once you've earned your currencies. Yes. And don't forget to check, once you're in the tower picking up your bounties, don't forget to check the tree for extra bits and pieces that they stash in there daily. Both trees. They did, yes. Yes, both trees. Yep. Yeah, there's the tree when you spawn in, and there's a second tree that'll be down near Ikora. You can go climb her tree as well and get the candies out of that tree. Well, that's also, what happened last year. Also, for that, all of you that, that backed that, up the 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 Gamma guy, the Drifter, right? If you go to him, he'll give you extra goodies too. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Ooh. Yeah. So each cache requires one cipher decoder to open and can contain legendary gear, random rolls of the Braytech Werewolf, and the Horror Story auto rifle. Masks and Festival of the Lost Shaders. Up to five caches can be opened per Haunted Forest completion. So what that's telling me is go off and play the game generally for the next couple of weeks. Go and do the Nightfalls, get your double rewards. 
then maybe for like the last couple of weeks when you've got a ton of these cipher decoders then go and play the haunted forest just a suggestion or you may have other triumphs that you're trying to achieve over the time and just dip your toe in and out rewards from eva so once players unlock access to the haunted forest they can purchase bounties masks and other festivals of the lost rewards from eva levante Masks and rewards may be purchased using candies and chocolate strange coins, which can be earned by defeating enemies and completing activities during the Festival of the Lost whilst wearing a mask. Now, this is very important. You have to wear the mask to get these things. It's also worth noting in years past, the mask has had no light level. So if you're going to do a high end. Uh, no, 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 no. That's different this year. Is it, different it, was different. Year? it was different last year as well. They had light levels. But after, after the event ended. They cut the light levels off them. Ah, but they'll be back, won't they, this year? There was something quite satisfying about shooting um, Master Rahul. (laughs) So please note, Festival of the Lost Candies and Chocolate Strange Coins do not dismantle individually. So in the event that players choose to dismantle these items, their entire stack will be deleted. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't move your cursor anywhere near it. Do Do it. Do it. Do it. I dare you. I triple... Triple dipple dog dare you. I don't know where I was going. Do it! No. Delete them. Show me. Send me the video. During the festival of the Lost. Tell them to do it because they'll do it anyway. They moan about because they, they did it. And <laughs> During the Festival of the Lost, Evil Avante offers festival bounties which can reward players with XP, Bright Dust, Glimmer, and Chocolate Strange Coins. There'll be two weekly bounties and four daily bounties that probably rotate. And then the additional ones a bit like that we've got with Strikes and Vanguard and Gambit kind of things. Masks this year. During the Festival of the Lost, Eva Levante offers six masks that players may be purchased for Chocolate Strange Coins. Furthermore, masks earned during the Festival of the Lost 2018 and 2019 can also be equipped by players who earn them. All masks must be equipped as ornaments on the Masquerader's Helmet, which is offered by Eva Levante for 100 Glimmer. Now, this happened last year, and they came in the three different flavors, Arc, Solar, and Void, because they were Armor 2.0 versions that you could upgrade, so you could put enhancement materials into them. But then when you dismantled them, I, I think I dismantled one of them a couple of weeks ago just to make some room in my inventory, it didn't give me any of the enhancement cores back, so I was quite upset about that. I was thinking, well, I upgraded you to level 8 or 9 just so that I could put different mods on there. And you haven't given me it back, so I was quite angry. This year, the six masks that are being offered are the Fractured Traveller Mask, the Varix Mask, the Exo Stranger Mask, Annabray Mask, the Rat Traveller Mask, and the Bubbling Mask. And the Bubbling Mask is a cauldron with green goo that's leaking out over the side. The others are pretty straightforward and explanatory. So the initial Masquerader's Helmet that you get looks like Rahul. And once you've obtained this, you can then, I think you go down into kind of the ornament section of it, like you would do if you were putting a shader on, drop down, and then you can select which mask that you can put on from, I believe it was last year, the 2019, because 2018 masks, you couldn't then put onto it as ornaments. You had to then pull those back out of your collections because they were a separate kind of mask. Was that right, guys? Do you yep. remember this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're all about the yes men. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 No, no. What are we talking about? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Just go with it. Because yeah, one of the first masks, like the Armor 1.0 and 
super old and they're just like, we're not going to or- or make these into ornaments. Deal with it. Yeah. So the the candies and things that you can get from Eva Levante, you can turn into her for epic mystery grab bags or mystery grab bags. And the mystery grab bags are blue versions. So you'll just get a ton of blues out of there. The odd occasion you might get an enhancement core. And then the same with the epic mystery bags. That should be touch wood, just legendary stuff. Again, we had enhancement cores and things come out of those last year. And then for purchase this year, there are going to be three three exotics that you can get from her. The Restless Shell, the Tomb Raider, Tomb Rider, Sparrow, and the Rap is that the Rap Speeder? No? Wrapped speed. Yeah, wrap speed. Yeah. Which I'm glad uh, you speed. read because my brain auto-corrected that to warp speed. It's trap speed because all <laughs> these are wrapped like a mummy in bandages. I hate Basically. the way they look. Real so parts and bandages. I hate them. I hate them. No, especially, I like them. Especially the ship. Look at the look at the engines. They've completely clogged the intake. As soon as you turn that on, it would explode. Okay. But it's okay because they've also covered the windshield, so you can't see where you're going. Right, so. and the guns, and the landing gear, <laughs> and everything. No, that is ugly. I'm sorry. That is ugly. I'm going to put my hunter in that ship, and he's going to sit there for years and go slowly, slowly insane. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a deprivation ship. Yeah, definitely. The one thing I do look forward to, though, is that emblem. Oh, that is a nice-looking emblem. So... Once players have obtained the Masquerader's helmet from Eva Levante, they can equip. They can equip ornaments. Uh, the ma- sorry, they can equip masks as ornaments yep. and apply a Festival of the Lost armor mod. Of course, Festival of the Lost armor mods can be applied to the Masquerader's helmet, and they are only active while, the while you're in the forest. While you're in the haunted forest, Respawn, would you like to take us through these? Sure, I would. Except I don't is know it, where you guys are. Is this are. to avoid the grenade carnage that was one year? What? This is the, is the mods. They're, on, they're only active in the forest. So is that to avoid the No, I, I think that was, that, was the revelry. that was the revelry, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that, that was, was that was a revelry. Yeah, that was an unrelated event. I think this is how this has always been. I think yeah. in the Virtue, they were only active in the forest. So it was like, get these mods, put them on. And Or actually, I think the 2018, it was the the mods. Like you could select one of the three already on the armor piece. And then once we had mods and armor, and armor 2.0 is put these mods into your armor. It won't do anything outside the haunted forests because why? Right. Mm. No, I, 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 I can only see the pictures of the helmets. I don't see the, right. the details so, you want me to read. So, okay. so we've got the higher purpose one, which is these. Which Where are you reading? Is what I'm asking. Down. On on the same page we've been on the <laughs> the page in the show notes that he linked. The destiny yeah, past the lost two guide under help. In the show notes, the one that says start here. Go through this first. I was. Bungie.net slash en slash help slash article slash 47296. I'm six. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What have you been looking at before this? I was he looking looks... at Festival of the Lost page. Look, off. Yeah, I used I to. That. Looking back at looking back at my notes, I used to type up everything and copy and paste everything from the TWAB and make it all look nice so he could just read it with us and go through it. And now I just put the links and go, right, we're going to go here and read this. And he still can't follow it properly. 
Well, I just go. I, I don't even look at your notes anymore because half the time the notes have only been containing the tips, tricks, and guides, not anything really pertinent. Well, I, I even put eight hours ago. I said to you, <clears throat> "Have a look at this and have a look at the stuff," didn't I? Yeah, you said you said specifically. Um, what do you say? Even praised you for responding to that message. It says, if you can, check out the tips and tricks. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah, but you obviously didn't read the top bit when we were going to go through this. this, I went straight to the tips and tricks. (laughs) Right. It's nothing so, I follow exactly. Okay. Page to actually get to the tips and tricks. No, 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 no. This this is military intelligence we're dealing with here, right? I follow orders exactly as they're given to me. Do not expect me to go off page. <laughs> All right, mass during the festival of the lost, Eva Levante offers six masks that players may purchase for chocolate strange coins. Pass Furthermore. That. Mass earned during the festival. Of- festival of the Lost Mods. <laughs> okay, the mods. No, you said we in the mask. Or did you say mods? mods. No, we've done the masks. Okay. No. <laughs> all right, all right. Festival of the Lost Mods. Here we go. Once players have purchased the Mask Raiders helmet from Avalavante, they can equip masks as ornaments and apply the Festival of the Lost Armor Mods. Festival of the Lost Armor Mods can be applied to the Mask Raiders helmet, and they are only active while in the haunted forest. The first mod is called the higher purpose. What this one does is it significantly damage resistance while airborne. Sorry, it significantly increases damage resistance while airborne. It also significantly increases damage to all enemies and it increases the drop chance of heavy ammo on kill. Vampiric Touch significantly increased damage to challenging enemies. Precision kills trigger health regeneration, and it increases the drop chance of heavy ammo on kills. Precision, I'm sorry, last one is energetic assassin. I love saying that word. You don't ever get to say that word enough these days. Say it with me, assassin. It's just fun to say. We've been over this. It's not Sesame Street. We're not repeating what you're saying. Hang on. Wasn't that assassin bit in the Disney film? Right? Precision kills grant grenade and melee energy. It also significantly increased damage to terrors and increases the drop chance of heavy ammo on kill. Please note, dual damage for rest of the lost mods indicate that their perks must be unlocked by defeating terrors in the Hunter's Force. This is not true. Perk upgrades for the Festival of the Lost will activate as soon as their mod is equipped, while players are in the Hunter Forest activity. And the reason because they say that it needs to be unlocked by defeating or you know you must upgrade the perks is because year one i remember you had to go and play the haunted forest and you had to play so many of them with each mod on your helmet to unlock them because the first tier would only give you like say the energetic assassin would give you precision kills he did uh, granting ah. <laughs> the grenade and melee energy and then once you've unlocked that bit you could then move on to the significantly increased damage against terrors and then the third unlock would masterwork it technically increasing the drop chance of the heavy ammo and for some reason in the coding they haven't taken that out it was the same last year it was just all unlocked which was which was a refreshing change because having to go in there and play to unlock them was very laborious and you just wanted to go in there and have all these perks unlocked to enjoy it even more so they they listened last year and unfortunately the spaghetti code is still there Mm, 
So what's so you know? I love a good triumph. You love a good triumph. What sort of triumphs can I get from uh, running this lost forest? Over? Oh, I never thought you'd ask. Festival of Lost Triumphs. In addition to rewards and masks offered by Eva Levante, players may also complete exclusive, exclusive. Festival of the Lost Triumphs. Say it again. Exclusive. Ooh, makes my spine tingle. These triumphs can be found in the triumphs page under seasonal events. That is seasonal, comma, events. That's These, that well, they can't see. Shut up. These triumphs are as follows: Mast accomplice complete. And that is complete. Lost. All of the festival of the lost triumphs, which there are. Did seven you of. just cut me off? No, that was your own microphone. There's also <laughs> the cash grab. Which is open caches in the haunted forest with cipher decoders, and you have to do. 15. What about Cash Cow? Cash Cow is open 30. Cash Galore? And yeah, Cash Galore. Cash Galore is open 45. What about Mini Faces? <laughs> what about Cash Cab? <laughs> what about Cash Cab? <laughs> Sorry, there's no Cab Calloway here. What about Many Faces? What, what, what about that one? What about that one? Acquire all the Fest of the Lost 2020 masks, and there are five to collect. That's done. What about Wrapped and Ready? Acquire the, the mummy, mummy ghost, ghost from Eva Levante. Ooh, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Ha! Got him. What about Ride or Die? Acquire the Festival of the Lost Sparrow from Eva Levante. Ooh. Horizons. That is Acquire the Festival of the Lost Ship from Eva Levante. And what about Redacted? Everyone's favorite. Yeah, everyone's favorite Redacted. How do you right, get Redacted? Just a quick question here. No, no, shut up. How do you what get Redacted? Current? Stop talking. How do you get Redacted? You Redacted. But, so <laughs> you, you have to Redact your way through it. The redacted one is called Looking Glass, and that is acquire the ascendant lens from the spider. I told you he'd know it. Oh, look at that! <laughs> you didn't tell me, but I too know he right. knew it because he knows all things. And the only reason I know all of these is because I went to Light.gg and looked it up, and I will link that in the show notes for anybody else that is interested. Yo, just out of interest. What currency yep. is used to acquire the ghost, the sparrow, and the ship from Eva? Probably chocolate coins, right? Yeah. I believe that is chocolate coins. Right, because further up in this, it said you could purchase some, and I immediately jumped to the fact you're going to have to go and see um, the annoying one that's never heard from Fenchurch. I'm actually use <laughs> your uh, use your sil uh, silver or your white dust to actually get it. Uh, where are we? It see it's Pest, this, that's this, the one. This is the. This makes me laugh. This is meant to be the help page for this. And so you'd think that it's got everything you would ever need to know, all those questions answered. But no, things like that, it's not. Mm -hmm. And I think in my notes, I copied and pasted from the TWAB other things. So, so the, yeah, the official the side notes and things. So additional notes on the Fest of the Lost are... Players have until Festival of the Lost concludes to complete these triumphs. Once Festival of the Lost has ended, they will no longer be eligible for progress and incomplete triumphs will be hidden. Please note, Festival of the Lost triumphs that have been unlocked but not have been claimed will be inaccessible after the Festival of the Lost ends on November 3rd. So like you have with many of the other triumphs and seals and things, 
you have to make sure that you've received the credit for these triumphs. You must go into them and claim them, click on the buttons and say, yes, I do want this to go towards my triumph score, whatever. And then you'll have claimed it. So, And there are six masks to claim, not five masks, if you're going for that triumph. No. You said five earlier. That's all. No, no. Not, not, in, the, not in the edited version anyway. No, no, no. There is six masks. Yeah, there are six masks. But acquire all the Fest of the Lost masks on Light.gg. It says five that you have to collect. Hmm. Yep. Mm. The Fractured Traveler mask, the Varix mask, Exo Stranger, Anna Bray, Rap Traveler, and the Bublin mask. That's six. So mm. their idea of all and my idea of all are different. And yeah. so if you want to actually include the, the original mask before you put an ornament on it, that's actually seven because that's Master Rahul. Look. Hey, I'm going off of what's in the database from LightJumpGG, which is comes from Bungie. Bungie have obviously made mistakes. And we never hey, include I've just counted the masks on never. Bungie's website. Yes, but obviously Bungie can't count when they did these triumphs. Numbers are hard, guys. And also yeah. they gave us a mask that was a big black cauldron with green ooze on top of it. So clearly they're just like, they're phoning this one in. Numbers <laughs> it's all there somewhere. So, additional notes for the Festival of the Lost. Previous year's masks haven't had any light on them, so your overall light is dropped. So that is 2018 masks, I believe, uh, if you've still got those in your collection, because a lot of people use those to go and do the forge farming. That is a thing. If you don't know what forge farming is, we'll cover that later. Um, but I believe the 2019 masks were only ornaments uh, that you could then put onto these uh, on the Masqueraders one, so that should count. Yes, I've still got the Drifter one. You can hold up to 25 Cypher decoders before you need to go and open some of the chests. That's a bit off. I don't think that should be fair, unless they don't drop like candy. There will be both earnable masks and masks available for... Oh, this is why. There will be both earnable masks and masks available for silver slash bright dust. Any triumph involving masks do not require masks from Eververse, so that's probably why there's five. Uh, bounties will return from last year and once again offer bright dust. All new Eververse items will be available for both silver and bright dust, except the one-inch punch. And this is a finisher, and that will be available only for silver. And the toothbrush is still just a toothbrush. Again, another side note for this. Paul Tassi over at Forbes picked up on this on Twitter and then posted a link. Uh, this is somebody on Twitter posted by Sentis. They recommended pulling both your horror story and your Braytech werewolf, if you've got them in your collections now, if you have them at least, uh, before the event launches next week, because they have now been tagged as season of arrivals, meaning that their power level has been increased to 1360 and not capped like before at 1060. There is a small chance that you will be able to pull these out of your collections next week. But if you're worried, you could go and pull them out now. Um, and I did check the ones in your vault from last year have not been updated. So if you've hung on to the random rolls from last year, they may be updated once it goes live. They may not be. So it's, you know, so you've got a chance. Of collections. Yeah, definitely the ones in the collections have now been updated in the database. So you can re pull those back out. Yep. And they come out beautifully masterworked, ready to go. And do you guys remember last year? The festival kicked off with a small little quest. Gave you a little box of raisins. Do you remember this? Yeah, I hate that. Every time it comes, I hate it so much. 
and, and you still have your little box of raisins, which is going to break the game and prevent you from playing the Festival of the Lost 2020. The box of raisins is why Telesto is broken, by the way, in case you didn't know. Or as, um, as Bungie's noted, the toothbrush is still a toothbrush. And that is part of the quest. So I'm guessing that the quest is going to return again this year. And again, you'll be able to pick up a toothbrush. So the quest that have Your box of raisins? Do you have to brush the box of raisins? No, you just brush your teeth with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, for what? For after you eat all the candy? After you what? After you eat, you eat all the candy, you brush your teeth? Is that what they're yes. trying to do? Yes, I think that's what happened last year. So the quest last year led you off around the tower and off-world visiting different vendors, uh, getting different kinds of candy, which then had to be taken back to the next quest giver to then carry on and go on and on and on. Last year, it started off with a box of raisins, which you had to take to Spider, and that kicked off the journey, which then led you to several different points. Um, we'll go over them again because they may come up this year. So once you visit Spider, he will give you the next part of the quest, which is called Even Handed. And Spider wants you to kill 12 of each enemy type around the Tangled Shore. So that's Fallen, Scorn, Hive, and Cabal. He will then give you Winged Chews. Those you then take to Mars. And Anna would want you to kill enemies on Mars using kinetic energy and power weapons, 10 apiece. And she will give you Unchocolate. That will then lead you to Asher on um, Io. And he will ask you to kill 10 Vex, 10 Taken on Io using precision kills. And that will give you a piece of celery. Then you take it to Brother Vance. And he will ask you to kill enemies on Mercury using Arc, Solar and Void. Um, that's 10 apiece. And that will give you splice drops. Then you take it to Failsafe on Nessus. And she wants you to defeat five of enemy types. Sorry, five of each enemy type on Nessus using your abilities. So Fallen, Vex and Cabal. And she will give you Salted Sweets. Then you want to visit Devram K on the EDZ, and he will ask you to use your finishers to defeat five of the enemy types on the EDZ, and that's Fallen, Cabal, and Taken. He will give you a Sour Engram. Then you want to visit Petra on the Dreaming City, and she will ask you to kill enemies using five melee abilities, five grenade abilities, and ten super abilities, and she will give you a Sugary Engram. Then finally, you travel back to Titan to visit Sloane, and she will ask you to kill enemies in the Festering Halls, the Solarium, and the Arbitarium on Titan. And that will give you the Void Fizz. Then you need to head towards the moon and visit Eris. She wants you to do a race-specific dance for her. So if you are a human, whatever, Titan, Warlock, Hunter, that's the other one, uh, you had to do City for Humans, Graceful for the Awoken and Popping for the Exos. And these you'll find in your emotes. And then she'll give you a toothbrush and a shader. And that was the last part of the quest. You can dump it. Uh, the text item suggests it's useful later on. So it's not everyone. It's, everyone kept it last year, but nothing happened. But then that was last year. So maybe this year. This year, if you get the second toothbrush, you can combine it with the first toothbrush, and now you get an exotic toothbrush. Yes. Then you plug it into your Telesto, making it three times as powerful. And twice as broken. Going over the mods from the Haunted Forest, and you see that they give you different perks for different things. What happens in the Haunted Forest? You'll go in and you'll play about five different levels, and the levels then get harder because modifiers are then applied. Do you guys remember some of the modifiers that we had that we could then tell people? 
Um, I know you could do extra damage to different enemy types. Uh, you could do more damage if you were in the air. You could do more damage if you were grounded, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No, no. The, you know the different the modifiers, right? Yeah, the different modifiers. Yeah. So there was the ones where if you killed an enemy, it would leave the little pool of light that you had to collect to get your uh, health back. Right. Uh, so the modifiers. Sorry, I was looking, trying to find the modifiers from past seasons. So the modifiers before now, we're assuming these are going to be the same. Mm. Uh, your first branch, no modifier. Your second branch is class. Third branch is attrition, and then grounded. Oh my Black. god! Is glass coming back? <laughs> well, <laughs> hates hates this, this, this is from. Yeah, you know, this is from last year. So. Uh, okay, you know, okay, okay, okay. You know, yeah, you know, probably not, but it, since they didn't fix anything else in it, who knows? So, yeah, uh, none, glass, attrition, grounded, blackout of your first five. And then on your sixth branch going forward, it's blackout and glass, blackout and attrition, blackout and grounded. And then this only has the first eight. So, you know, at that point, they stack and keep going, but really, you're not going much beyond that. So, who cares? Yeah, so you can kind of, if you're going in as a team, you could kind of work it out, couldn't you? One person would wear one specific helmet and another person would wear another one. And you kind of mix and match to kind of focus your team on getting further and further to the forest. I believe, didn't they get to something ridiculous, like about 25 or even higher than that branches? Yeah, glad. I think 25 or 28 was the max. Yeah, something like that. But I'm lucky if I get to 16. Yeah, that was my yeah like you, you didn't really get anything more once you got to that level. So it was like you can do this, but why? Because well, you can. Get, no, you got no, you did. You because got the last the first year. You didn't get anything, but you got more rewards, didn't you? You got more strange more coins and and um, you got more candy and coins at the end, didn't you? You had a higher chance of getting them. And then hidden throughout the, the forest as you're going through are separate hidden chests off to the side. They won't show up on your map, but they'll just kind of appear once you've cleared a section and the next gate is opened. There'll be like two gates that open and one will go off to the left and one to go to the right and carry on. And there'll be like a hidden chest that you can open. So look out for those as well. Or just play it a whole bunch and you'll have more candy and materials than you know what to do with. I'm not 100% sure whether you'll get to the end of the Haunted Forest and if you haven't got a cipher, you can't open any of the chests because they say that they've added the five chests to the end of the activity for five times the loot. So if you haven't got any ciphers, do you not get to open any of the chests? Guess we'll find out. And I'd say probably the five masks that you need to get to complete the Triumph are going to be the ones that are the characters. So the Traveller, the Rat Traveller, the Anabrae, the Exo Stranger, and the Varix mask. And I reckon the Bubbling mask is probably something you need to get from it first. Yeah. That's why it looks slightly off to the side on this guide anyway. Maybe it's Fenture choosing out the cauldron. (laughs) Yeah. Now, Now that we've covered you hopefully with enough detail about the the fest of the loss that's going to be here for the next month hopefully you're going to enjoy it and not get too caught up with the the debate about whether it should have everything should be just in the game rather than having to get bright dust and silver um now it's time for this week at bungie for the first of october 2020 all right all right all right and yes respawn i did put in the notes we can skip past most of this stuff 
Okay. Bungie Rewards. So there is a Bungie Reward for you if you do participate in the Fest of the Lost this year. Um, it's a terrifying new emblem, and it's available free if you finish the initial quest during the Fest of the Lost. So I oh, think that's just... Oh, and it's so pretty! The it's got a little... Back. It's got a black and white skull and pyramid ships on it. Look, it and look moons great. and planets, and it's got the whole space goth aesthetic. It's great. It's wonderful. It's lovely. Yes. Dead Orbit, if they were still a thing, would approve. What do you mean, if they were still a thing? Dead Orbit will never die, even if you stop believing in them. As a Fact. matter of fact, you should stop Fact. believing in them. That way we can stab you in the face. Facts don't exist. And just to let you know, if you do have the Braytech Werewolf and the Horror Story in your collections from last year, there is a thermal scope available on the Werewolf, which would be good for Beyond Light, traveling through the snow. And... Every time that you pull the horror story from your collections, it will give you a different scope. So something to play with there, because although they are fixed masterworked roles, it will give you a different scope each time. Interesting. Oh, indeed. And something else that was picked up, I, I believe Cheese Forever picked up on this for in one of his videos a couple of weeks back, but I've forgot to mention it. Um, but I've seen a couple of other people mention it. The Mindbenders, the you know the shotgun that you can get from doing the evacuation quest mission thing. Uh, if you pick it up from Zavala, did you guys do this in doing your Traveler's Judgment sidearm? Mm -hmm. I did the sidearm. Yeah. What specific part are you asking about? Well, on the evacuation quest, you know you Zavala randomly gives you out weapons. There's a Mindbender yeah. shotgun that you can get as part of the reward. Yep. Yes. If Very you were good. lucky, if you were lucky enough to just leave it with Zavala and not actually collect it, did you know that it randomly rolls each week? Each week that it goes to the next week, it rolls over and it gives you a different roll on it. Oh, son of a biscuit! I didn't, but wasn't it also not at light level? No, it was at light level. It was masterwork. It was at light level, uh, yeah, and it was masterwork, yeah. Okay. But the thing about it is, is the role that I already had was better than that one, and I, I just deleted it for the cores, but I did not know Ooh. you could leave it with him. I yeah, think I shot my because I was like, I don't care about you. <laughs> well, for anybody that has just left it with him, um, I'm not sure if you can do that on multiple characters, the quest. If you've already done it, you've missed out like Respawn and I. So, yeah. But if you haven't done it, it's worth trying to leave it with him, see if it gets a different role. Because even if it is locked at 1060, it may be, you know, it is a good role to take into just general crucible. Um, and so it'll still be viable for follow on seasons. What is this crucible you speak of? <laughs> hey, I've heard of that thing. That's where all the salt lives. <laughs> so, respawn, well, we are now in the twab. We're uh -huh. now in the twab. Would you like to tell the people about the direct relief? Yes. It seems like 2020 has been one disaster after another. It is easy to get discouraged when times get tough, but the Destiny community always comes together. And... Okay. It seems like 2020 has been one disaster after another. It is easy to get discouraged when times get tough, but the Destiny community always comes together to support those in need. Here in the United States, more than 500,000 people have been evacuated from their homes across California, Oregon, and Washington. 
Entire towns devoured by flames, and there has been a serious impact on the respiratory health of millions of individuals in and around these areas. The Bungie Foundation is once again supporting the relief efforts of the Direct Re Direct Relief, because I know how to read, to provide N95 masks, medicine, and other resources to healthcare agencies and first responders in wildlife affected, sorry, in wildfire affected communities across California, Oregon, and Washington. Because an N95 mask is going to do great against wildlife infected areas, right? Oh. Uh, right. Hall profits from the sale of the empathetic ghost shell pin from October 1st until October 15th will benefit direct relief's wildfire relief efforts. If you purchase an empathetic ghost shell pin, you will also instantly receive a code for the benevolent hue emblem as a thank you for your support. And as far as emblems go, Bungie's had worse. Um, thank you for all continuing to step up every challenge that this year has sent our way and for truly being the most generous and caring gaming community there is. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Am I going? Am I still moving? What am I doing? Uh, no, it's, it's Parody's bit. Ah, it is Parody's bit. It's Parody's pet peeves. Oh, double ordeal, PSR, but it's haunted, Festival of the Lost, expected stuff. No, coder. this is Parody's bit. Shh, shh, this is Parody's bit. Oh, it's just being irritating. Parody doesn't have bits, it's fine. Bits and bobs. So, Bunty claims Festival of the Lost is not the only reason to lock on next week. There's also double rewards in the Nightfall of the Ordeal. It's back! So grab a few friends, meet some new ones in the match made difficulties. It's a great time to stock up on enhancement prisms, ascendant shards for your master working needs, as well as grabbing any missed exotics or upgrades to a better stat roll. And as we mentioned before, the strike will be a garden will world. So watch out for those killer robots. They're after you. And now we have player support report, but it's haunted. So the Festival of the Lost 2020 is set to begin October 6th, and it will con conclude at the weekly reset on November 3rd. So that's a full month of activity. So don't freak out if you're going, oh, I, I'm going to be away. I'm going to be working. I can't get on that week. I'm fighting fires out in California like our buddy Blue342. Blue, tell us you're still alive, buddy. Check in. Good to see you. I spoke to him the other day. He's fine. Very good. So during the event, players may encounter the following issues. Rampant wild wait no, no rampant wildfire is a different issue. Uh, inspecting a cipher decoder will incorrectly dis display masterworked versions of the Braytech Werewolf and Horror Story auto rifles as potential haunted forest cash drops. They're all lies. The wrapped and ready Festival of the Lost Triumph refers to the restless shell as the mummy ghost, when it should in fact be called the Festival of the Lost Ghost. Wrong. It should be called the Mummy Ghost. That's what it is. In the lower half of the Warlock's Blood Lineage Robes Universal Ornament, we'll experience a visual texture error at the launch of Beyond Light. This issue will be resolved in a patch soon after release. Here's a list of the latest issues that were reported in our help forum. Uh, players using the feminine character model may see gaps between the neck of hunter cloaks and certain chest pieces. So the artifact is sometimes enabled in Iron Banner, and also your bounties or progress is sometimes not counted in Iron Banner. For a full list of emergent issues, possibly related to Iron Banner or clothing, you can view the Known Issues article link we'll throw in the show notes. 
And if you see issues that you're pretty sure is an issue, go to the help form, let them know about it. As always, if you've got you know, a screenshot, footage, video clip, something to show them, it helps in getting these things both to Bungie's attention and looked at. So Respawn can take drinks and tell you that it has been passed along to the team. <laughs> right. Oh, there are so many things to be passed along to the team. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, I played a lot of Iron Banner this week and there's definitely been some inconsistencies we'll say with player light levels. And I don't know, just the amount of times that I feel like I've been one tapped by anything and their light level is lower than mine or not quite the same. And yeah, anyway, uh, more crucible gripes. All of the crucible gripes. And that has been our twab. Twab, 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 and there's another song for the collection. I didn't have to do anything for that. Nothing. <laughs> Shut up. Just had to, just had to sit back and enjoy it, and hope that he didn't robot out halfway through. Did I? Sounded beautiful no. to me. But now we we now we've got to the point of the podcast where it is your turn to speak, and hopefully, you don't, you don't robot out and you hopefully give us all I the information. Okay. Without taking too many drinks, it's time for a respawn's report roundup. Noise to new engine, Destiny on the Switch, Transmog, and more. David Aldridge. Don't confuse him with the guy that killed the hunter. There is a good bit of old bungee code in D1 and D2. There is some Halo and, to a lesser extent, Myth and Marathon DNA threading through a third of the client code base. Suspects, there is very little pre-Destiny code that has been totally untouched by Destiny's work. More info and logs here. Bungie invented behavior trees when Damien Ilsa wrote them for Halo 2, and they still use an extended version of that pattern for combatant AI in Destiny. Extensions include heavier scripting integration, improved debugging, and a much richer navigation system and more improvements. Reddit link. Very technical info about tech debut. Sorry. Very interesting technical info about tech debt and build system here would a coming from a reddit ama they did with david aldridge the director of engineering at bungie so these are all relating to that longer ama carry on sir okay uh would be a super fun engineering challenge to get destiny on the switch main challenge is that destiny pushes hardware pretty hard with the game's current scope switch would present major challenges on memory bandwidth cpu and storage nintendo beef up your systems it's not just about resolution and lods they find it really challenging to throttle through cpu per platform without disrupting the spectacular symphony of destiny a bug in the system that helped d1 ship on 360 and ps3 was pretty rough on the gameplay and ai reddit link a long read about challenges of publishing Destiny from a technical standpoint can be found here, which is another link. 
David is excited about improved load times on the next-gen consoles, about crossplay and other social features, and improved workflows. And there's a lot of ands here. Do you have you heard of a comma? Okay. Uh, and improved workflows and iteration build times intention internally so that all of the talent at Bungie can get closer to a model of directly pouring their inspiration into the game, reducing the time spent wrestling the game into submission. Believe it or not, that whole paragraph is one long run-on sentence. Bungie, you might be devs, but you failed English, okay? Wouldn't say English is impossible. Sorry, I just messed that up. Wouldn't say Switch is impossible. <laughs> but it would be very costly and would increase their ongoing maintenance costs, such as new content with Switch-only performance bugs. They've ultimately always, they're ultimately always trying to allocate limited resources to the most impact Look, set of investments. Reddit, Nintendo fans, get over it. It's not coming to the Switch. Just get yourself an Xbox. Use the streaming system on the Xbox. Connect up your controller via Bluetooth to your right. phone to right. your tablet right. and play via game pass there you go stream it that way it looks exactly the same as a switch these days you can hey, don't get me wrong i have a switch i love the switch but switch is more for mario party and smash brothers zelda things like that it's not meant for this type of game right which goes back to my whole point of you know nintendo beef up your systems guys come on you've been behind since gamecube let's go keep up um huh is that aimed at nintendo man no no this is this is the company nintendo not nintendo man no it's although just comma man yeah right <laughs> um okay folks at bungie have learned to be afraid when david uses the word fun on Stadia, it was challenging but fulfilling. They had to shift their intentional priorities pretty radically to make it happen. It only took seven months. Sorry, it took seven months from the start to ship, but ultimately it was really exciting. Vaulting content is a bit of a mixture of technical limitations and creative direction of the game. With goal. With goal. Not with the goal. Not with a goal. Not with goals. But just with goal being making the destiny experience for players the trade-offs are definitely tough reddit link i have strokes when i read how some of these guys structure their sentences i'm telling you chris this is a message either to or from you can't really tell looks like it's to you certainly some of the basic reasons that are as the game continues to grow the amount of testing resources needed grow as well the amount of testing resources needed grow as well. Okay, I guess that makes sense, but it's rough to say. You make one change and get regression in a totally different part of the game. We all know that at some point we'll miss the bug that lets Telesto become sentient. <laughs> but we're trying to delay that as long as possible. Could you imagine? Okay, for those of you that have played Borderlands, there is a gun where you can throw it and it has legs and runs around killing people. That image just popped into my head with the Telesto. Getting legs and running around shooting people on its own accord. That would be That's amazing. Rusty, isn't it? <laughs> right? It would be better um, than I am. 
Oh, gosh. Along those same lines, if we want to make a core change to some tech that, say, breaks all activities, then we have to go back and rebuild every activity in the game. If we let the number of activities grow forever, then our ability to make those kinds of bone-breaking changes goes away. You can't just code the game better. This is in quotes. It's not the code that takes up most space, and we already compress assets. We have a lot of smart people working on Destiny, and we've looked at a lot of options from both a technical standpoint and a design standpoint. We believe the content vault is the best solution. Reddit link. <clears throat> now this one looks like it's from Chris. Engine talk. To make something the size of Destiny Engine, there's a lot of specialized knowledge required for everything from performance, optimization, rendering, networking, etc. That's a Reddit link. Every engine has strengths and weaknesses. Chris would not classify the Destiny Engine as archaic, and he wouldn't want to build Destiny in another engine. Every engine has strengths and weaknesses. Chris would not classify the Destiny engine as archaic. And he wouldn't want to build Destiny in another engine. Does anybody else feel that that's wrong? Like, it, it, it almost feels like there should be a but there. Chris would not want to... Like, basically, the, they don't think it's antiquated, and they're going to continue to use the same engine. So okay. there's, no, there's no game engine update. Sorry, Gator. Well, there are... Right. There are some processes that are slow, and they're making improvements to address the tech debt. They updated the engine from D1 to D2, and they continue to update the engine during the D2 development. They'll never make a whole new engine and move Destiny to it. But any future games that Bungie makes wouldn't necessarily need to use the Destiny tech if it doesn't make sense for that game. Reddit link. Chris wouldn't want to make Destiny on a third-party engine. There will be people who either like to control their own tech or need something more specific from their tech, which necessitates writing their own engine. Reddit link. Beyond Light brings significant changes to the engine, and of course, they'll continue making improvements in many areas of their tools and tech. It depends on how you define at what point it becomes a new engine. Quotes. Reddit link. No plans on releasing a Linux client. The support cost would not make any sense, Reddit link. And DMG probably won't be talking too much about Transmog until after Beyond Light. They don't currently have an ETA on when it will be available. The team is planning in the planning stages. They're invested in creating a good experience. Twitter link. Why would you tease Transmog? so far ahead if you're still well, in the I think, planning stages no, dude I, I think i think what happened was people went we want transmog we want transmog we want transmog and they went ah oh, we can do transmog transmog's coming and that's it they just they left it at that and now they've gone oh dear we need to get transmog into the game i think that's just as simple as it is the vibe i'm getting i keep getting the whole they're pushing it back and 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 back it's not did they ever say when no they didn't date no they didn't but they gave they gave the impression that that it was going to be soon they might not have ever said it but they the intonation was that it was going to be soon you got the impression it was going to be soon because they mentioned it was a thing that was going to happen i mean i mean if the the, this this is the problem i have with like people saying like apple delays this thing that they've never announced and talked about and 
will know if they never announced it that they haven't delayed it. Just because you think it's going to be coming out now is not meaning it's actually coming out now or, or actually being delayed. Transmog is coming. They may have been like, yes, we should build Transmog. How long will that take? Uh, six to nine months. Okay, well, in six to nine months, we're going to buy it. Or, or not buy it. We're going to build it. We're going to tell people it's coming so they stop asking us 75,000 times a day, can we have it? Yes, you can have it. It is on the roadmap. You'll get it eventually. Yeah, but now they've they've made the mistake of rather than people saying, can we have it? Can we have it? It's people like Respawn going, you told us we were having it. Why is it here? Not here now. Why is it not here now? Why is it not here? It's like that annoying kid in the back of the car going, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there Why is yet? it not here now? Why is it not here now? Exactly. Why is it not here now? Why is it not this here is now? what we get. Why is it not here now? Why is it not here now? Why is it not here now? Hey, 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 why is it not here now? Demon, why is it not here now? DMG, why is it not here now? The other guy who gets confused with Aldrin, why is it not here now? Why is it not here now? <laughs> because games are hard. Also, why is it not here now? Anybody ever ask that question? Respawn, don't you have some other things that you can go over? Mm, no, that's it. That's the end of it. In the podcast info, I've put oh, you some more things. Fine. Um, bam. I got it. I'd really appreciate an economy update before it's too late to use my stockpile of stuff. This is from Lon Broden. Edit. Thank you for the reply, Cosmo. Cosmo had said we'll talk about both sandbox and economy this month. Good. DMG4 is a pumpkin. Apparently, yes, I see all of the articles about bread. Beyond Light raid launch date is redacted, and we'll talk more about that soon. Any dates you see floating around are purely speculation. What is this bread thing he's talking about? I guess it doesn't matter. Europa has its dynamic weather, but we have good guns. Hello, all. I have created a spreadsheet showing the guns that have the ability to highlight enemies at just about any range. Perfect for taking out targets in blizzards we will be seeing on Europa. This is by, I can't read his name, Lord F- F- Lord Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, it's blurry to me. I can barely read it. Lord Tyrannosaurus, thank you for this. In the show notes. Yeah. Um, the link is in the show notes, but finishing his message, it contains the weapons, their maximum power caps, so you know when they'll no longer be able to be infused, and the ways to acquire said weapons as well. I shall update the sheet when Season 12 launches to include new guns with this capacity. And then there's a link. Beyond Light is just over six weeks away. Edit 1 added exotic armor and gun suggestions, as per noted in the comments. And if you click on the little table below, you can see some of those guns for people. Okay. So we have 7th Serap weapons, right? The SMG Auto Rifle LMG. Uh, that's going to be good for a while. If you don't already have it, you're kind of done. So the only one you can get is the SMG from Umbral Engrams. Then you have Reckless Oracle Auto Rifle, Zealous Reward Fusion Rifle, Sacred Providence Pulse Rifle, Death Adder SMG, Arsenic Bite 4B is a bow, one of the best ones, by the way. Raytech Werewolf is an auto rifle, not bad. There are better. And Darcy, which is a sniper rifle, so good. All right. Uh, the first one, two, three are from the Garden of Salvation. Uh, the Death Adder is from Prophecy Dungeon. Arsenic Bite is pretty much anywhere. Braytech Werewolf is Festival of the Lost. Better jump on it, guys. And of course, Darcy is an exotic drop. Here we go. We got more. Jade Rabbit, exotic. Graviton Lance, exotic. Wish Ender, exotic bow. Um, Modern Multi Tool, exotic scout rifle. Really, really good one, in my opinion. Outbreak Perfected. 
exotic pulse rifle also super dope is especially if you have the completed um boss to it thank you uh aikilos sg which is shotgun version 1.0.2 that is the new one not the original there's a shotgun you get that from the prophecy dungeon two-tailed foxes a rocket launcher that hits with both void and solar rockets both setting them on fire and suppressing them that's good fun and ariana's vow which is a hand cannon that shoots like a sniper again an exotic Table 2 shows guns with highlighting on specific roles. Yo-Yo's Gift is going to have a good scope on there, but the power cap is 1260. That's an auto rifle. Long Shadow is a sniper. Goes up to 1360. Last Perdition is a pulse rifle. Goes up to 1360. GN7 rifle is a, another pulse rifle. Goes up to 1310. Elanthra FR4 fusion rifle, 1260. Timelines Vertex Fusion Rifle 1310. All of these, except for the last Perdition Pulse Rifle, can be picked up from Legendary and Grimms or Ranking Up. I think I can predict what Season 15 might be. This is submitted by The Code and Avatar. Sorry, The Coder and Avatar. I am not a lore expert. <laughs> no, but we have one. But I have seen some of the connections. Hey, that I never, have one. Shut up! But I've seen some of the connections that might lead to what season 15 might be. One, Dreaming City has an unknown 15th wish. Two, season 15 is the last season before the Witch Queen. Three, Savathun has been tampering with the Dreaming City. Four, breaking the curse on the Dreaming City might force Savathun out of hiding and force her to come after us head on. Not possible. That's not how she works. Five. Um, that last bit I added on. Five. Oh, it's actually true because it's actually against her nature. Yeah. She has to obey. I am aware. I was just, you know what? Yeah, we'll go into that later. Yeah, but I think the, the general gist is that it would force her out of hiding. Well, yeah, but even if it didn't force her out of hiding, she still wouldn't engage us one on one. She would try to go back into hiding, right? Okay. She would send something else to engage with us without it being her directly. Um, it is possible one v one you bro. No, she would not one v one me, bro. She would not. She would definitely not one v six us, bro. Um, <laughs> it is probable that the Dreaming would. City will get what's that? Her sister would. Her sister would. Hell yeah. Um, it is probable that the Dreaming City will get vaulted. Any season, sorry, and season of arrivals is about the four locations being vaulted. So season fifteen will be the one about the next vaulted location. Breaking the curtains will be a satisfying conclusion to the Dreaming City. The color on Beyond Light Deluxe promo for Season 15 is Hive Green. My prediction, Season 15 is going to be Season of the Curse. Thank you, The Coder and Avatar. Now, not off, does that make sense from a lore perspective? It does make sense from a lore perspective, but... There's a couple of inconsistencies in there. One is the one, the fact that Savathun has... All the Hive Gods have are bound to obey their nature. So you had Oryx, there was the Navigator, and he navigated death. You had Zivorath, which was effectively the god of war, and he just outright destroyed things. And um, you had Savathun, which is, which is basically her nature was a keen mind and trickery. And she has to obey that. Otherwise, her worm will actually consume her. 
Yeah, you disobey your nature, your worm killed you. The rest of it actually is a pretty good theory, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Do we need to hire that guy for lore? No. <laughs> and then you've got a public service announcement to make, haven't you? We sure do. October 19th is the absolute last reset to start the outbreak in Whisper Catalyst. Let me say this again. October 19th is the absolute last reset to start the outbreak and whisper catalyst. Each catalyst requires a minimum of three weekly runs with the puzzles. I highly recommend you start them ASAP if you still have not started and want to finish before the activities get vaulted. Edit. Also, October 6th is the last reset to start the five no-puzzle, zero-hour heroic runs. That's it. So if you're thinking of doing that, uh, the five no-puzzles, you have to start them this week on Tuesday. And if you want to start the other two catalysts, you've got two weeks or five total weeks between now and the end of the season. So start it now if you want some wiggle room. Start it two weeks from now if you want to absolutely have to do it every week. And I have no idea what the puzzles are because I haven't masked either of these because I haven't thought about them either, either of these weapons since I got them. Well, I've I've helped uh, Fazco do the puzzles. I don't know what the puzzles are, but one person has to stand by a computer screen and read two dials that are like a clock, but slightly offset, which is really frustrating. And um, he reads the two numbers, and then the other guy runs frantically around to hit buttons to uh, solve a puzzle and also give you more time on the clock to kill the bosses. Do you finish the list of things I'm not? There's nothing else, so yeah, I'm finished. That's good. So now it's time for not our fast law. Ah, and he cuts out again. Yeah, I love this part. As you know, we're covering the books of sorrow, and apologies for last week. Um, something technical went wrong, and I don't have a clue what it is because I'm using exactly the same setup and I haven't changed a thing. So we were on the books of sorrow, and we'd got we'd just finished reading uh, verse book two, verse three, um, which was into the sky. All these were found by picking up the calcified fragments in the dreadnought. Book 2, verse 4, 52 and 1. Good news. The 52 moons of the fundament host a star-faring civilization far more sophisticated than anything you've encountered so far. Teox's ship fled towards the large ice moon, where a species of bony six-armed cephalopods keeps their icy capital. Savathun's named them the Ammonite. They seem eager to grant Teox asylum. Deards. We tried appealing to their hopes and dreams. This was largely unsuccessful, basically because they're already happy and indoctrinated. This angered us, so we've devised a plan. Our organs detect a 53rd moon in the orbit of the fundament. A traveller, divine presence of the sky. Now we know what arranged the syzygy. You'll have to kill them all and take their stuff. Once the Ammonite are out of the way, we can deal with the traveller. Do not hesitate. You're fighting the hypocritical puppets of a cosmic parasite. Avenge your ancestors. Did you say six-armed cephalopods or six-limbed cephalopods? I'm reading it as six-armed cephalopods. 
Okay. Because I was thinking just now, if they have six limbs and the Traveler is there, is this the beginning of the Fallen? No, they come later. Okay, never mind. Book 2, verse 5. Honours pray. This is unacceptable. Are you so weak? Honours pray and doomed to die by predator. Arix's failure of resolve led us to catastrophe. The Ammonite fleets under Chroma Admiral Refreet have pressed us back to the sixth moon. Once more we find ourselves burrowing into a world's core to survive. Savathun, you must draw Arix out of his catatonia. Make him understand that ideals of peace and stability he clings to are cancers. Brutal, unjust obstacles between us and the fair cosmos. They are the bait stars the sky uses to blind its slaves. War is the natural rectification of equality. The universe's way of pursuing equilibrium. Zivuorath, you cannot defeat the Ammonite and Teox in line combat. We propose new tactics. Breed your armies back to strength and find a way to disperse the broods across these many moons. If we cannot defeat their strengths, we'll infect their weaknesses. Book 2, verse 6. The Sword Logic. At last, we knew curiosity would draw you back, Arix. In their desperation, the Ammonite have begun using paracausal weapons. What are these? How do they work? Wouldn't you like to know? Suffice to say, they have some powers in this universe that are superordinate to mere material physics. The source of these weapons is the Traveller, the sky's bait star. Their effect is subtle, but devastating. But you are armed to respond in kind. Savathun's mothers have listened carefully to our teachings. We will not give you the deep King Arix. That power is for us, your gods, but we will teach you to call upon that force with signs and rituals. Small minds call it magic. You are no longer bound by causal closure. Your will defeats law. Kill a hundred of your children with a long blade, Arix, and observe the change in the blade. Observe how the universe shrinks from you in terror. Your existence begins to define itself. Of course, High Arix, we know it was not curiosity alone that brought you back to, to the war. You felt your own death growing inside you. You must obey your nature. Your worm must feed. Now, if you haven't worked it out already, these pages at the minute are coming from the perspective of the worm gods. Book 2, verse 7. The weakness verse. You are dead, young Arix betrayed and murdered by your own sister for the crime of mercy. Remember what you said to the Ammonite Satellite Congress, we will parley on neutral ground. Savathun's witches have rendered it utterly neutral. No living thing will ever claim it again. The space around the dry moon stinks of rot. This is good. This is right. You will learn from this. Don't you understand, Great King? Don't you want to build something real, something that lasts forever? Our universe gutters down towards cold entropy. Life is an engine that burns up energy and produces decay. Life builds selfish, stupid rules. Morality is one of them, and the sanctity of life is another. These rules are impediments to the great work. The work of building and perfecting undying civilization civilization everlasting something that cannot end if a civilization cannot defend itself it must be annihilated if a king cannot hold his power he must be betrayed 
The worth of a thing can be determined only by one beautiful arbiter. That thing's ability to exist, to go on existing, to remake existence to suit its survival. All that would oppose this arbiter is unholy and false. All the misery and the terror of your ancestors springs from the lies of the sky who deny this truth. Your ancestors endured the most hostile conditions, and now you must go on creating those conditions, even unto your sisters, even unto your offspring. Savathun's betrayal is the greatest gift she could offer you. Your body is gone, but you have endured. Safe in the cyst universe created by your own might, your throne world. From this day forward, Arix, you and your sisters will each survive death, so long as you aren't killed in your own throne. Even as your sisters press the attack against the Ammonites, the god wave de devastates the fundament. Trillions will die, but their survivors will never forget, and their descendants will always be ready for another syzygy. You return to the material universe, use this lesson to complete your work. She must be laughing at you. Book 2, verse 8. Leviathan Rises The Leviathan has broken cover. The old priest is in open space, moving towards the Ammonite home moon. Chroma Admiral Refrit and his elite guard move with it. Refrit is the hero of his generation. An Ammonite of peerless battlecraft, he has danced circles around Zivorath, and now he is to protect his holy Leviathan. We'll give the old Lunk a word. Ruin, grief and ruin, the krill lost, the ammonite ravaged, our travellers work undone. Sisters of Orash, open your eyes, who made you monsters, who summoned the way, make peace, and join with me in golden renewal. In counter-argument, Arix, we ask you this, what has the Leviathan done for you, your people, who gave you immortality, who led you out of your prison? Who answers your questions about the universe with truth instead of sermons? Is it Greg? Is Greg the one that... And I'm sorry. I thought I thought you were asking me. Sorry. No. Okay. Find Detante with uh, Savanthan. Crush the Cromer Admiral. Boil the Anamonites. And slaughter the Leviathan with witchcraft. Once the way is open, we'll show you how to eat the Traveller. Verse 2-9. Crusaders. It is done. Aya and Yule feed on Leviathan's carcass. Zivu Orath has made a temple of the Chroma Admiral's impaled corpse. Below us, Samanthan's poison stain the Ammonite home sea black. Their screams flavour the void. The traveller has fled. Do you understand, Aurix? Do you thrill at the secret, Savanthan? Do you relish the edge of this truth, Zivu Orath? Do you see the beautiful shape? The Ammonite occupied a piece of reality. They rented their existence on a fraudulent terms, making themselves happy and fat, fencing themselves in soft lies and sweet apocrypha, saying, We are peaceful and good. We harm nothing. Their golden age was cancer. They did nothing to advance the course of life. They burnt up time and matter and thought on this solipsistic, onanastic pursuit of safety insulating themselves from death, making a regressive pocket of useless stability, when they could have helped whittle the universe towards its final perfect form. And your people, suffering in the deep, you become more worthy of existence than the Ammonite. You have proven it. 
Look at the sky. Behold the great divide, the battle lines of the cosmic war. We are the worm, your God. But we are not the deep itself. We only move within it. You shall too. You shall venerate and study it and haunt its passage. Will you lift your thoughts to the millennia Arix? Will you bend the, your will to the liberation of the universe and join us in the war against the sky? We need champions, crusaders. Help us save the universe. Help us exterminate that which would destroy all hope. You are oath-bound to this task by the covenant of the worm. And you're oath-bound to kill Teox, wherever she's hidden herself. 3. Verse 0 Let us speak of the terrible beauty becoming of becoming ourselves. In the beginning, we rode hollow moons. From star to star, Arik said, Become as numerous and fertile as seeds in rich flesh, and thus we did become numerous. Zivorath said, Come as hungry and defiant as the tumours in rich flesh, and thus we became cancerous. Savathun said, Drink of the poison of the worm, so that you might feed on death, and we did feed. This was preparation for the crusade. We were thus becoming. Mother wizard gets her fertility from a mate, or from herself. From the wizard the spawn, from the spawn our thrall, from the survivors our acolytes who contend. If they contend well, the worm is fed. And from the well-fed worm come knights and wizards and princes. This is us, and our purpose is liberation. Our great task is worship and admiration of freedom. Our great hunger is to pursue and eat that which is not free, and liberate it with devouring. Ayat, this is us, we the hive. Book 3, verse 1 incision. Eth Arix, my siblings, our children are scattered across many moons, and we live in the cold dark between suns. What will we eat? How will we speak? Savanthan said, Arix, my brother and king, I have studied the wounds cut by the worm our god. Also I have studied the manner of your death and return. These things are the same, for they are predicted on death and the passage through cut spaces. Let us practice the sword logic until we are sharp. We may then cut our own wounds and step through. But Zivorath said, Sister, I am already sharp. Look, my sword cuts into another space. She cuts her way between moons and through green fire and joyous screams. Three kingdoms grew swollen in the sword space. They were the gaze and glory of our Arix, and the cunning and knowledge of Sabathun, the triumph from brawn of Zivorath. These kingdoms were created from the minds of the minds and worms of our lords. They were coterminous with all the spaces consecrated by our hive. Through these spaces passed speech and food, and all the moons were bound close. Saith Arix, This is where I went when I died. Let us establish our thrones here. For I am Arix, the first navigator, and I shall chart death and my throne shall be carved of osmium. Book 3, verse 2, The High War Now in this time of Diaspora there was war between Arix and Savathun and Zivorath. Brother Arix said, Savathun, do not forgive my betrayal. Instead, take vengeance upon me, for what I did at the dry moon. And Arix, make war on her in worship of the deep. Between them stood Zivorath, saying, Stop, or I will kill you. 
War is mine and I am the strongest. This is how they worshipped. For 20,000 years they fought across the moons and they fought in the abyssal plains and lightning palaces of each other's sword spaces. They killed each other again and again so they could practice death. Such was their love. At last many moons came to many worlds and it was time to go to war on life. Arik said, I shall establish a court and whoever comes to this court may challenge me. My court will be the high war. It will be a killing ground of the school of the sword logic we have learned from our gods. Savathun thought this was a great idea. She made a court and called it the High Coven. Zivorath said, The world is my court, wherever there is war. Book 3, verse 3. I without fuel. I killed my sister today. She came to this star to oversee the extermination of all life here. The Kaigu are strong and power. Their fleets protect four nearby stars. As herd animals, they are loyal and stubborn, but they do show grace. For millions of years of evolution, the Kugu have, infect, have been infected by a virus so insidious that it wrote itself into their genome. The virus compels them to offer their limbs for amputation by enormous sessile jaw beasts. They venerate these beasts and treat them as gods. The virus converts Kugu cells into eggs, which strange crawling things pupate to live in the jaw beast's gut. In turn, the jaw beast extrudes sweet nectar for the kugu to drink, and they have brilliant visions. Savathun and her brood have liberated the kugu from jaw beasts, and indeed from existence. But as they chased the kugu arc ships, I stopped in to vaporize my sister's warships and a few of her underlings. I want to dwell on the ruins while and punish Savathun for failing to guard her flank. They are like us, these Kugu, bound in symbiosis. I feel joy and sorrow. I feel them as titanic things, because I am larger than my body. My mind is now a cosmos of its own. I know more joy and more anguish than the entire Kugu race could have ever experienced. Sorrow because we have killed so much. Eighteen species this century alone. And joy for the same reason. Joy that we have put down these blights scoured them away and left the universe clean ready to move for ready to move towards its final shape we are the wind of progress ripping parasites from the material world but if they were not parasites we would be unable to kill them and they would still exist and what is that final shape is it a fire without fuel burning forever killing death asking a question that is its own answer entirely itself that is what we must become my worm grows fat and hungry. I feed it whole worlds. My astronomers tell me it can sense the deep itself and that we are conquering our way towards it. I think joy and sorrow will be the same thing soon, like love and death. Book 3, verse 4, The Scream. No! Zivu or Wrath! My siblings, we are betrayed. We will never live eternal. Our might shatters the entire species. We inhale the smoke of the burning. This is our compact with the worm, our god. Worm makes us mighty. But as we wield its might, our worm's hunger expands. If we fail to feed it, it will devour us from within. We have exterminated 306 worlds, and now I am certain. 
Right? My worm's hunger grows faster than the might I draw from it. We are bound by our covenant to obey our nature. Eternal search, eternal cunning, eternal conquest. But as we do this, my siblings, we feed our, we feed our worms. And the more we feed them, the hungrier they grow, faster and faster. Soon, my siblings, we will be so mighty, our worms so hungry, that not with all our might could we possibly feed them, and we will be devoured. What can we do? I think that's a very good place to leave it. Now you see what I mean by they all have to obey their true natures, which is why I said in that in that last piece that um, Savathun couldn't actually come as, as out in direct direct conflict. There'd have to be some sort of trickery involved with with it for her to actually attack us directly. So I know I, I've picked up on little bits and pieces of like who and what Savathun is, even what you mentioned earlier about her being old grandma. What, like, what is Savathun doing to attack us now, or do we know? There's a lot of speculations, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Savathun was actually trying to circumnavigate her worm, and that's partly to do with the curse on the Dreaming City. Um, you know the blind well, Mm-hmm. Also known as the murder battery, she tried to actually trick her worm to actually take the tribute, trick us into actually taking tribute for everything we kill in the blind worm. And instead of actually powering up Mara's throne world and the shattered throne, he was trying to take the tribute for that, but it failed. Hmm. Um. I mean, yeah. Okay. So. My thing isn't knowing what she has done to attack us or to mess with us. My thing is when I think of Savathun, right, and and the lore that I've seen about that Savathun, what really scares me is like a chess player. They think like twenty moves ahead, right? The stuff that we're doing right now, right, that we think is helping us is probably just laying falling right into a trap that she set 20 moves ahead of us that we have no clue about right that's what freaks me out is like we think we're doing all this stuff uh for the betterment of mankind for 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 helping each other for all this other stuff but in reality somewhere along the lines we're just gonna get bit by savathun what's that we're not dealing directly with savathun at the minute no but we're never dealing directly with savathun but she could be screwing with us that we don't know about, you know, for killing her family. <laughs> you know, that's what uh, well, you don't stop and think about that, which she's already set in motion. That's where it falls into the sword logic. If you're not meant to exist at the end of at the, how, what do they call it? The final, if you're not meant to be the final shape, and you're not right. meant to be on earth, you will die. All right, that's fair. That's why Oryx actually invited people to challenge him because he believed that if there was anybody mightier than him that could actually beat him, he deserved it. Mm. Then why won't he just die? Why does he keep coming back to screw with us? He is currently dead. <laughs> Oversoul at the minute. I know we've taken him out of his throne world, but they do have an Oversoul. Yepers. And now it's time for tips, tricks, guides, builds. YouTubes, and all the things Night Demon has watched and can tell us about this week. 
well, yeah, sort of. I went back over some of the things that were available in the last um, Haunted Forest um, Fest of the Lost thing. And I came across a couple of videos that Cheese Forever put together. One was for AFK Chocolate Strange Coin Farming. This may still be a thing that you can go and do. It was something that you could go and do back then. And I believe it hasn't been patched. So it's probably worth a try. You go and put your mask on. You set your character up in the forge. No, they, when... they changed the forge, remember? You have to go back in every time. It won't just auto-load you in anymore. Yeah, but you can go in and just... You could just be doing something else and just keep doing your your character uh, well, going in there. But it's not true AFK farming. That, that's all I'm trying to point out, right? No, it's yeah. not, not as... Because they've changed the algorithm of how you go into the... into the Your forge, they're going away and won't be a thing soon. So, yeah, there was a thing that you could do AFK forge farming that would just repeatedly you put back into the forges. But as Respawns just pointed out, that they did stop that from respawning you back in the forges. So you'll have to manually do it each time. But maybe you can still get the chocolate strange coins from that. And then Cheese Forever put a guide together to get free strange coins and candy. Worth going and watch. Oh, Respawn, I see you've joined us again. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool Guy has got the Braytech Werewolf in-depth review from last year. So if anybody's interested in seeing what this auto rifle can do and what roles it can have, then go and check out that. Also along with that... Yes? Quick question. Um, is the horror story running with different roles because it was just a fixed role when it originally came out i believe two years ago i'm not 100 percent sure they didn't specifically say that in the twab they worded it that it was just going to be a fixed role but then i've heard various different things along the lines of these are going to be random rolled now but it could just be the one version but it wouldn't make any sense to just you can get the one version of that but then the Braytech would continue to be random rolls. I'm guessing there's going to be random rolls of both. But that's only just a guess. Sounds good. Hmm. So if you are interested in getting the God Roll version of the Braytech Werewolf, Deicide put a video together when it was available last year. So I've dug that back out for anybody who wants to check out what roles you could get and what could be potentially a God Roll. Um, but I disagree with what he says again because it's from last year, and since then, um, the multi kill clip has has had a nerf since then. So I disagree not, that not, multi kill clip. You is part always of the disagree because I mean it's not part of the gun roll anymore. It's been nerfed, right? In no, order for that to be functional, you know, you have to get multiple enemy kills with one magazine now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. with the damage that that gun deals out, it's just not possible unless you're shooting a bunch of thrall. So no, I would not consider that the god roll anymore. Anyway, Crazy Mr. Pips has got the best recommendations for 110 RPM hand cannons going in for Beyond Light. And seeing as the Iron Banner's up this week and we're possibly getting to get another one before the closure of this season, there's definitely one for going and check out in there. Uh, Cheese Forever has got a Festering Core God Mode after the patch. So this is the God Mode that you could do during the Nightfalls. And they've got a new way of doing it after it was patched last time. So go and check that out. 
He's also got another guide for the infinite surprise attack for the hunters. Again, for you, Respawn. Have you checked this one out? I did. Is it good enough to report? Uh, Too many moving parts for it to be effective. I mean, it's it's good. It's one of those things that it's it's fun to do, but in practice, it it doesn't seem viable. Well, there you have it, guys. Straight from the horse's mouth. Grey Gaming has got a converting enhancement prisms into cores. Now, this is for anybody that's doing Nightfalls in the next week. This came up, I think, towards the end of the last double reward Nightfalls, that people were finding that the enhancement cores and the prisms, they only, I think, the enhancement cores don't they stack to 10 that's the golf balls the prisms stack to 25 or 50 or something like that no they it's 50 yeah yeah and then once you get to that it won't give you any more apart from you can collect them in your postmaster again another 10 and another 50 but then after you've done that the nightfalls won't give you out any so what people found was that you could go into your collections pick up this there's a certain set of blue gear that you can pick up and you can dump your enhancement cores and prisms into this and then convert them back into just masterwork cores to then stack more masterwork cores than you had because they stack a lot more. You can stack like hundreds of those, couldn't you? Like Parody alluded to the other week, he's got like thousands at the moment. Yeah, the masterwork cores, you can just get them. Yeah. And always so get what them. people were doing were converting the golf balls and the prisms back into the the finest detail of what you can convert them back to because you can stack hundreds and thousands of those so they weren't losing out as much as they could have lost so, yeah in essence it takes 10 cores to make a sh- uh, a shard i call them the sh- they look like shards right yeah you know what i mean the enhancement shards right so um it takes 10 cores to make a shard and you spend three cores in a shard and then you get back six cores yeah because you'd still have to, you know. But th- there is a way of working it out. And as yeah. I said, Grey Gaming has got a video on how you can convert the enhancement prisms into cores. Padgate Gaming has got how to make friends in Destiny. Now, this is, I know what you're going to say. This is one of those videos of, Respawn's going to take the mickey out of it. <laughs> no. Yes, you will. See? So this is how to get people and make friends and join clans and get involved in doing more activities i mean he's put this video out there because he's seen a lot of posts and as we hear you know a lot of people are saying i haven't got people to go and run this with i haven't got people to run that with so he goes over the story of how he's made a lot of friends without even kind of just being a streamer and then he goes into other ways that you can kind of make friends in destiny too and i thought this was quite helpful and if anybody's kind of as we keep saying new to the game especially with game pass and like beyond light coming up and all these new people hopefully getting into the game. There's a video for you for that. You know what a great way, though, to make friends in Destiny 2 is? Don't be like Respawn. You can go to lfg.frozen.party or lfg.destinypodcast.com and you can play with some of your favorite Destiny podcasters and those who hang out in their communities. <laughs> like nice shameless plug. At the Guardian Hub and, and Destiny Downcast. So, you know, if, if there's a show you like, go find a community they have. Go hang out with those people. Talk to them, meet them, play with them, play with other people who like the show. It's a great way to find people. And the hundred IO, which is you know where a little super group of uh, LFG gaming is, that I say super group, it's really the other two shows. We're a bunch of slackers who just kind of get to hang out, sort of like Respawn does here. Um, that's where. Oh, keep the gloves above the waist, sir. 
That's I did my part. You did. You absolutely show up every week. I will give you credit. But oh, that's where you know I met most of the people in Frozen, and I'm pretty sure we, you know, as we've talked about before, where we met Night Demon and respawned and everybody else. So the hundred.io is a great place just to yeah, if you're looking to do a thing, there's more people there to do things with, and then you can join clans and then you can make friends. And everybody First wins. of all, I am really good with public relations. I spam the podcast and the freaking clan to everybody that not only plays Destiny, but even other games that I play, because there are Destiny players that play other games, right? Like, you know, the one I'm currently playing today, right? And, um, you know, even other people, whenever they talk, whenever we're killing monsters and they're talking about, you know, warlocks and whatnot like that, I'm like, oh, warlocks, you you play Destiny? They're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, have you heard of this podcast? I am phenomenal when it comes to public relations, sir. I just dumped the link into different lore <laughs> servers in in um, Discord and run. I like it. Run, <laughs> yeah. I, I get permission first, <laughs> and then wants to make friends. You could jo- uh, join my community on Xbox and PC as uh, Cade's Ramen Runners. Shameless plug, and we might even put a link on the show note if you uh, give us a link to that. Yeah. Anybody struggling with aiming? Apathetic has got a video for you of aiming made Always. simple. Present. I, same as me. Yeah. So, <laughs> this one is going to be studied back to front, front to back, and hopefully it will improve my aim by 0.01% because I still probably can't aim. Uh, Plunder the Booty has got the best PvE Titan build. Easy for Nightfalls. Again. Respawn, stop crying about things. I know it's a Titan build. Uh, it's the only build this week. Um, again, a void build with... Um, what's some, what, what are those grenades that you can get at the moment? The void ones? I can't remember now. I like how you say at the moment as if they're like limited time grenades that aren't there all the time. No, you, no, you can get the mod, can't you, at the moment? with um, The Oppressive Darkness? That's it. So using the Oppressive Darkness mods on a void titan it's that kind of build it's one of the kind of builds that have been around there but it is a really good build for getting you through the nightfalls and then diachronic has got another guide this is a guide for new players but this is the ultimate new player guide and it's a recent one so those ones that we put out there last week they were old ones this is a new one for new players and you've been out a week and then don't forget the other useful links that are in our show notes. We've got the Cosmodrome.page where you can go and look up any kind of link possible. The lowlydevs.com. Then we've got the Destiny podcast list. We've got our 100.io, Destiny Roundup, Destiny Tracker, Braytech.org, and all the other wonderful links that we've listed in there for you to help you in your Destiny gameplay. Marvelous. Magical. Wondrous. And I think... That may be where we come to the end of our show. Is there any more show? Do you, do you guys see any more show? I think we're out of show. I, th- I think the show has reached its climax. Good, because I'm tired. <laughs> and I have a screaming baby, if you couldn't tell. Well, thank you, Screaming Baby and Hunters and Titans and Warlock, for joining us. Your Titans are Parody and Night Demon. Your Hunters don't want to respond to in real life. Stop. Your lore scribe is not ARF. You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. You can find the show on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. You can find the show on Instagram 
at Two Titans and a Hunter, all spelled out, and on Facebook as well. We're also on YouTube because uh, some people like to watch us fail really, really poorly at Iron Banner. If you need raid help, the Guardian Hub and Guardian Downcast at lfg.frozen.party, and that's frozen with a zero, can give you that. If you're looking for raid hindrance, trials hurt, and giggling, come find us. You can find us all on Xbox Live, respawn on PC, you can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Pat, yeah, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. And with that, gents, tell the good people good night. Deuces! Ta-ra. Good night. Did you listen to the recording? Were you able to listen to last week's recording? No. Uh, I, 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 to be honest, I didn't try. I just sent you. I was tired, and I sent you over the link, and, and that was my part done. I, I can't. I, I was gutted because that's nearly an hour's worth of uh, recording. I know. As well. I was like, oh my god! And I listened. I kept skipping through. I was saying, it's all the same. <laughs> oh, no, I was, was going to ask what happened. Was it an hour of silence or an hour of uh, it mangled it? muffled i don't i don't know what happened maybe the microphone wasn't plugged in or well in looking at this picture you've got to take the mask off so you're not it seems like that might be a problem did you actually post it with that muffled ass sound yes oh my god why would you do that he also posted all of your all of your story that's off topic every single time But no, I mean, I understand that. But like, if they can't hear what Arf is saying for an hour, right? He, he no, did, he didn't post he it. Didn't post it with uh, the sound. He's he's knows better than that. Uh, I was going to say Phoenix would no. never. Phoenix would never let him live it down. Right? Yeah. No, I put an apology in and said I'm sorry. There's been a technical issue. Good, good, good. Computers are hard, and uh, sometimes podcasts suffer for them. So that's that. Uh, I like the fact that you're saying this. Like you're actually paying for us to do this podcast. And you're actually in charge. Hang on, of hang on. someone gets paid. You me? Yeah, you're like no, no. But if we want to get more popular, we can't put like that out there. If we want to, why I cut half you out? Right, and I don't complain <laughs> about that. So why are you trying to at me, bro? <laughs> well, why are you telling me stuff that I already know? Because from my perspective, it sounded like you, you kept it in. And I was about to lose my <laughs> if you did. I'm like, how the f- <laughs> Can you, who cuts out half my <laughs> leave something like that in for an hour? Are you new here? Has Is this not what we've been doing the last 88 weeks we've done this show? Nothing has changed. <laughs> But okay, okay, okay. Just <laughs> <laughs>